May I speak to you in the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Mark, I don't think my mic is on. Can y'all hear me? Yes. Oh, much better. <clears throat> well, AJ, my two-and-a-half-year-old toddler, has a new favorite bedtime story. And this book is called Love is a Truck. The first line goes, Love is a truck, shiny and new, lights and sirens that go woo, woo, woo. <laughs> and he usually joins me in the woos there. Now listen, I am all for metaphors, and especially metaphors that describe something as nebulous and hard to understand as love, but love as a truck? Not quite a connection that's easy for me to make. You know, this book of Isaiah that we delved into for our first reading today, the second half of the book of Isaiah is really all about metaphors. These are metaphors for trying to describe God. And it's so funny, early on in this section, it kind of ironically begins by saying, to whom then will you compare me? Or who is my equal, says the Lord? And then the text goes on to compare the Lord to seven different kinds of people. Seven metaphors are employed. God is a warrior. God is a shepherd. God is a king a master, a husband, a father, and a mother. This is our passage that we have today. God as a mother who comforts, who tends to, who nurses from her ample bosom. So who is it exactly that needs this comfort and this nursing and this tending to? The audience for the book of Isaiah is the exiled Israelites, this nation of God's chosen people whose city has been destroyed, their temple has been destroyed, their lives have been destroyed, and they are scattered throughout the world. And they are finding it difficult to survive. And even those who were able to return to Jerusalem to try to make something of what was left in the rubble were sending word that it still was not easy and it was so hard and so devastating. This text is speaking to an exhausted and downtrodden people who perhaps were just barely faithful that God still loved them after all of the trauma and the pain that they had been through. And this section in chapter 40 begins with a verse you might recognize from Handel's Messiah. Comfort ye, comfort ye my people. So this question about God as a comforter is something that we can even feel in our bones today. In the midst of all of the pain and trauma and the suffering in our world, will God really comfort us like a mother comforts a child? Will God really delight in us in spite of our imperfections and dandle us on her knee? 
This is a hard question. And sometimes it's impossible to think that the answer to the question of does God really love us is yes. It is almost impossible to feel like God can love us. But the answer is yes. And this impossible love that God has has for us requires impossible language. It requires metaphors that conflict and don't really make sense. How can God be a mother and a father at the same time? How can God be a warrior and a shepherd? How can God be a king and a mother? These metaphors slip and slide around and over each other. When we look at them literally, they don't make sense, but when we start to unpack them and to describe how God is like a warrior, like a father, like a master, we start to see a truth emerge, a picture of a God emerge. Take, for example, the metaphors of mother and warrior. God as mother, God as warrior. Now, to the ears of the Israelites at this time and place, that would have sounded preposterous. God cannot be both a mother and a warrior because women cannot be warriors. But the text unpacks these metaphors. In the verses before what we read today, there was a description of God as a mother in labor who is delivering her children, who is laboring and she is yelling and huffing and puffing with the effort. And the description of the warrior also speaks of the huffing and puffing of the effort, the noise, the yelling that's made in battle. This description of God as mother also talks about nurturing, about sticking around to take care of the children, not abandoning the children. And it is only the best warriors who stick around to make sure that the battle is seen through to its conclusion, to its victory. In the descriptions of God as a warrior, it's a very bloody description. Very rarely in the Hebrew scriptures is God depicted as anyone who wears clothes. We think that the Israelites did not quite want to get that close and that intimate with God as to describe God's clothing. And yet, this verse talks about God spattered in blood after having won the fight. And this sounds so much like a woman who has just delivered her child. The warrior is depicted as acting alone. There's all of these verses about God saying, I alone have gone out and won the battle. And as much as we would like to bear the labor pains of a woman delivering a child, we cannot. It is something that she goes through on her own. So these contradictory metaphors that are employed in this section of Isaiah, they really mix and move and meld together as they're unpacked to communicate a vision of God who is two things, extraordinarily powerful and extraordinarily gentle. This is a God who cares for us and a God who fights for us, a God who nurses and nourishes us 
and a God who takes off to the battlefield to get victory for us. It's hard to imagine a God who can love us this much, even in our brokenness. It's hard for the Israelites to imagine that God still loves them after all that they've been through. It was hard for the Israelites to imagine one being that could be both mother and warrior. And yet, I suspect that some of us in this room have kind of come around to the idea of warriors as mothers. I certainly have. <laughs> 4.30 p.m. to 8 o'clock p.m. in my kitchen every night is my cozy and loving and deeply nourishing battlefield <laughs> from after nap snacks until the last dish is dry. So perhaps then with the help of these messy and moving metaphors, we can come around to a greater truth, to a greater truth of a God who loves this crazy broken world, who dandles us on her knee, who loves us beyond all measure and fights for us and accomplishes mighty things for us. So after I did this study of metaphors this week, I went back to AJ's book. And it kind of makes sense once you unpack that metaphor. Love can be a truck. Love, when it is shiny and new, really does have lights and sirens that go woo, woo, woo. <laughs> My prayer for all of us today is that we can feel refreshed in God's love for us. And that love can be shiny and new, and that as we leave today, our hearts will sing, woo, woo, woo. <laughs> Amen.